Just watch. I'll go through the whole show and forget to mention it. Okay, here we go. <laughs> it is the Frank and Friends show. Hi, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. What was I going to say? <laughs> oh, yeah, don't forget to mention this. Um, <laughs> Happy Mardi Gras. Well, it's day after Ash Wednesday, and I'm chagrined because I had said that I was going to bring the alligator head out for Mardi Gras on Tuesday, and I totally forgot. So I went right. and dusted him off, and, and here he is. Um, and I, I, as I'm wetting it to trying to get the dust off it, I'm like, what if it melts? What if it comes back? To, um, Comes like, back to life? Not back to life, but what, I don't want to wash off the varnish or anything on this. And the reason why I even have this and associate this with Mardi Gras... New Orleans? Yeah, what? I don't want it to you eat. you want to hold it? No, 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 you no, no. It. I'm good. You're allowed to touch it. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Um, yeah, I bought it in New Orleans. I bought it in some street market in New Orleans where it's they not, had... It's not great to touch. <laughs> why? The teeth are kind of... What's, what's wrong with it? No, I just don't really... I tried it. It's dry. I, yeah. It's not very fun to hold an animal's head in your hand. You have a dog? <laughs> well, yeah, but she's alive. <laughs> oh, okay. Good point. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, that's the old business from the Mardi Gras episode. Um, it is the Frank and Friends show, and we have fantastic merchandise like this. Our mugs, uh, the painting on the wall behind me. Cell phone cases. Oh, that's a nice Pint one, glasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the things at frankandfriendsshow.com backslash store. And you can listen to the audio of this, as some many of you do, actually, on all the different audio podcast apps. If we're missing one, contact me. Send me a Gmail at uh, frankandfriendsshow at gmail.com, and I'll, uh, I'll chase it down. But I've, I did a bunch of chasing. There's still one that irks me is I cannot figure out how to change the photo on Apple Podcasts. As much as I've sent them new ones, I've changed it on the our podcast host. I've tried. To, I can't figure out how to delete it. What the is the photo? Off. It's not you. How about that? Oh. I wanted to oh. say that. <gasps> what? <laughs> I know. <laughs> we must have a new photo. We must Apple, have a new photo. On. Yes. I, I, I'm going to stick you on it. You've got personal motivation. That's right. All I right. Do. Okay. Well, we'll work on that. But don't forget to smash that button and subscribe Please. to our YouTube page. Yeah. A few of the uh, the guys at WUTK uh, subscribed to... Um, to us on uh, YouTube while I was standing there, so we went up two awesome. Thank over you. the weekend, um, and we need uh, still need more. Of course, we need more. We're trying to get to a thousand YouTube subscribers, which is only the first step toward toward being able to monetize. It lets you go live more nice. easily. Well, that'd be fun. You know, I think they changed it, so we could technically we can go live to YouTube to like a limited audience of six hundred people uh, only. But once you get to a thousand, then you can just go live, and anybody can watch it. That's fantastic. So that's what we want to do. We want so to help get to us that. get to a thousand, so we can go live. Yeah, yeah. And from what's we'll you know cruising around Pigeon Forge, like on these three-hour drives, and go. Well, there's the uh, <laughs> mini golf. <laughs> mini golf. I don't know why. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> so. But we could do our show right now live. We could. How are you? Have you been? How, what's new? What's new? Um, you know, I'm still waking up. From the weekends and trying to six loads of laundry later, you know. Freddy says um, that I asked her, I know she doesn't drink coffee, but I was going to try to apply some into her anyway. And just put it in through like an However, IV. Whatever, I have Diet know? Coke, I'm sure we'll some other. <laughs> some caffeine. I've had you know caffeine what, today. You know what I have? Shoot, I have chocolate. I have caffeinated chocolate. That could do the trick. I'll, we'll get you some of that. Yeah. Uh, because you said once we start talking, I'll wake up. So I said, get to it. Start talking. <laughs> I still haven't been talking. <laughs> but you had a, a we um, 
had a busy weekend. Yeah, I mean, of course, today's yeah. Thursday, and it feels like the last week has just flown by because a week ago today was the world premiere of I Can't Breathe, plus all the nonsense that I did. Yeah. Tell me about you. So I Can't Breathe went really well. We had three sold-out audiences. The opening night was sort of amazing. Just that everyone in the audience was so excited. Oh, that's probably someone calling me. Oh, about, you're getting a call yeah. from Mr. Spamrisk. Spamrisk, well, yeah. Well, you can turn that off, can't yeah, you? I sure do. But you don't sure make it can. so that you, in, unknown calls don't ring? I don't know how to do that. Give me your phone. While you're <laughs> Here you go. Just give me the settings. I need the settings. <laughs> you need the settings? Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was an amazing opening night. That's fine. I can get it. An opening weekend. Yeah. Everybody was really, really excited. The energy was... was Amazing. Um, you know, Brandon Gibson, our librettist and managing director for the show, wasn't able to actually attend in person. Mm-hmm. But one of the fun things I did, and apparently he was surprised by it, but I had him come in on Zoom. Yeah. On a little a, iPad. Yeah, you had it sitting on the back. On the back. Near the projector, because you used, again, brilliantly, used projected images instead of physical sets. Right. That, uh, and they were moving images. So one was the window. You knew we were in the house. Right. And then the props finished that you knew we were at the convenience store or you knew the police had arrived, whatever the right. images on the wall told that story. So he's back there, literally uh, sitting on, a, on, on top, top of the, the projector, projector on yeah. this iPad watching <laughs> the room on Zoom. Yeah. So I got to introduce him to the audience and everyone turned around and waved to Brandon. And did you parade through with him? Up, I did like, at the night? end of the night, every night. And, and the first night for opening night, I actually stood outside because it was still nice outside. And I stood outside holding the iPad and everyone came by and talked to Brandon. I was just like, You didn't there. have a flunky who could have done that for you? I probably could have. But, yeah, right. you know, I was really excited <laughs> for Brandon and people were bringing him gifts and they were like, oh, you're not here. And so I collected all of his gifts and drop them off at his, oh, his apartment. Yeah. Are you allowed to see him? <laughs> I didn't see him. He actually wasn't even there. I was like, come on, Brandon. I thought he's always I there. I know, you're always there. Where but, did he go? Well, he'd had an incident in his apartment, like part of the roof fell in, and he oh, sent geez. me some pictures of it, and it like actually hit him on the head as he was walking see, by. this is the problem with quarantining. Yes, <laughs> you shouldn't do it. And so the one time I come over to bring him some stuff, he's out at the front desk. At his apartment building, trying oh. to find out about the, oh, hilarious. the ceiling. Yeah. Okay. Good times. Well, yeah. good. But so, and rave reviews from rave reviews. Arts Knoxville and Blank News and... Tennessee Today. Yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah, thanks. I think it was called Knoxville TN Today. Is the one that... Knoxville um, TN. Duckett, Harold Duckett Harold wrote. Duckett wrote, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. This is what happens to former newspaper guys. They go into these, they get online. <laughs> I mean, guess what happens to former radio guys? You go online. <laughs> I mean, my favorite was the Blank Newspaper. Yeah. They were there opening night. I felt like he really captured the audience experience. Good. Yeah. Good. But we had about 300 people watching online as well over the weekend. That's fantastic. It was great. That's so, good. But how about you? What about PJ Parkinson's? Well, I think PJ Parkinson's went well. I mean, you and I both know that um, when somehow you get involved in an event and you're the great connector and you, you say to this person in charge of a thing, uh, oh, why don't you get... Here's a sound company you can use. Here's a singer we can get. Here's a here, something else. You your idea is that they're going to go and, and do their thing and not involve you any longer. Oh yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> on the day of the event, I start getting texts and calls from the sound engineers going, um, "What does the opening act need?" I, well, I don't know what the opening act needs. He's a track singer from Sevierville. He's going so, to need tracks. So right. they're like, well, make, is it on CD? 
Maybe. Well, no, can't do CD. Is it on USB? I don't know. We can't do USB. So, well, what can you do? Yeah, well, they wanted it just on a aux cable, so like right. on a phone or an iPad. Okay. Well, it turns out as we began unpeeling back the layers of the onion that day, the sound guy, engineers thought, well, this we better go back to the shop and get more equipment. Just in so case. So they ended up getting um, a computer and probably a CD player. They had everything. Okay. So by the time that we got to that night, it, we there have everything no until the videos from Channel 6 show up. And then they, who do they ask? They come to me again. We got a problem. I'm like, what? I, <laughs> how am I the problem? <laughs> you must have had a label on your forehead. My come one job was to wrangle together a group of people to sing some front page Follies songs. Mm-hmm. And we were going to do it live. So we have a keyboard and we have microphones and we're rehearsed. It's going to, you know, and we, the Frank and Friends show was made a sponsor of the event. As I'll show you in this picture. Nice. Up there on the big screen with all the big sponsors. It was very nice. And I was excited about all this. So maybe that's what it is, because they come to me and say, the videos that Channel 6 sent are in the Windows Movie Maker format, WMA. I'm like, yeah, what about it? They have, <laughs> they have Windows PCs over there, or they were emailing it to you, or whatever. No, we, they have to be, we're all, they're all Mac, you know, so they needed them on MOV or MP4 format. So now I'm trying to call, text somebody at Channel 6 that I, I don't have his t- cell number, I only have his desk number. Oh my goodness. And then I'm in, so then I end up texting Tala Shatara because nice. she's coming to the event. And she's like, I don't have anything to do with it. I'm like, yeah, but you know how to get in touch with the guy <laughs> who, who sent the videos. Who can help us with it. <laughs> oh my goodness. So between that, between them sending over new versions of the videos and my genius sound guys that I had recommended finding an online program that converts Windows to some other format, you got it all organized? Yeah, because it was nice. The videos are like all the other weather people. This was my idea that I didn't have to execute. One of the things I did actually successfully Remove say, yourself from? Here's an idea. Let someone else do it. Right. Um, Tala, I believe, is the one who got like all the Channel 6 weathermen and women and Channel 8 weathermen and women and Todd Howell from Channel 10 to all make videos, and they edited them together. Oh, nice. So on the big screen, here's Todd Howell showing pictures and doing a whole... I mean, it was very professional. They, they did it at their TV stations. Nice. You know? Nice. It looked good and sounded good. That's awesome. And then the front page Follies bit went great. Great. As you would expect. I mean, we just it's us up there just singing these songs about Matt. Yeah. So I texted him the script the next day, and he wrote back what a lovely time he had. Oh, and, good. Yeah, it just... That's it, nice. Here, I'll, I mean, I'm, I'm proud that he was so happy about it. Um, what did he write? Um... He wrote, uh, always make, that I always make him laugh. Thanks for being part of the festivities on Thursday. Um, and the front page follies has always been fun for him. You know, blah, blah, blah. That's great, because he was in the front page follies. Yeah, we would have a song from the weathermen every year. And right. he would get up there and sing with the other guys. So that was nice. So that's that, nice. So that was a big, a big hit and a relief that it went fine. And, you know, I'm, so I'm there, I'm, I'm kind of in that mode, like, this isn't my event. But, but you other, were doing all of the things. Other people are treating me like it's my <laughs> event. So we're, ha- we're rehearsing the front page follies at 5 o'clock. The doors open at 5.30. The organizer comes to me, and it's 5.12 p.m., and wants us to stop rehearsing because people are arriving. And the keyboardist, Terry Silver Alford, is like, well, I guess. And I, said, I looked her right in the eye, and I said, it's not 5.30 yet. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, I at this point, I'm nice. like, I'm, t- I'm telling people, you, right. you get closer to the microphone, you back up, you That's do awesome. this, you do that. That's awesome. <laughs> you know what I was doing on opening night? I hope this is probably the same thing, right? Kind, kind of, of craziness. It was crazy. I had to get one of my artists out of her host home because one of her hosts Ex- got now, COVID. Oh, let's explain what that means is that 
when opera singers move, come to town to do a, a gig, they're only here for what, two weeks? Two, two and a half, three weeks. So you do this when you travel. Yeah, and, and we get and they don't always, at people's homes. Some, yeah, they don't always put you in a hotel because that would be too expensive. But there are people on the board, the rich people who support opera, who have nice homes and guest rooms and space. That's right. So my soprano was staying with actually a friend of hers who lives in Knoxville, and her one of her hosts got COVID. <laughs> and it was the day of the performance, and I get this text message saying, I don't mean to bother you, but my host has COVID. So I pulled her out. Yeah, I booked her into a hotel, um, the same hotel we had the conductor staying in. And she got over there... Um, Around 3.30. Oh, and showtime is 7.30. Showtime is 7.30. Oh, it's kind of close. I'm driving. I'm on my way to the space already because we had to set up early. We need to be yeah. there by 4, get all the chairs and everything set up. And I get a text message that says, I can't stay here. It smells like smoke. <laughs> Singers and, can't stay in smoky rooms. I was like, oh, Wait, how great. is there possibly a smoky hotel still you know, in the world? And so I just, I didn't question it. I was just like cool so i called the hotel the front desk and they were like oh yes you can get a refund but you have to go through hotels.com because that's how you booked it and you have to do it by 11 p.m tonight oh no and you've got a show that's going to go until 10 49 it was a long yeah it was was a long show it was a long show show. that's what i'm trying to say i know yeah it was long it was long especially yeah anyway it was long so I get there, and you know Hotels.com does not have a, just like a phone number that you can call. No, no. You have I, to like get online and Jerry start and I texting use it too. a She's, random she gets, person. Uh, she gets some kind of bonus points for a sure. free room every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're, you get points. That's a, it's a good system, except yeah. when you have to Oh, except call. when it all goes wrong. Except when it all goes wrong. Oh. So I was like on the computer trying to find, get a refund before I could like book her in another space. Ended up finding her another space for free, which was great. But then I had to, when I finally got through to a person, they were like, oh, the system is down. You're going to have to call this number. (laughs) Before 11. Yeah. So I call the number and they're like, oh, we're too busy right now. Do you want a call back? And I'm like, yes, give me a call back. So they call you during the show. They called me. No, it was like probably at this point it was about six o'clock. Okay. Yeah. So six o'clock rolls around and... My phone rings and they tell me, well, we can't do anything for you right now because the system is still down. You're going to have to call back in a couple of hours. I'm like, I can't call back in a couple of hours. I'm going to be in the, yeah. in the performance. What am I supposed to do? They're like, call it intermission. <laughs> so they told me. So that's me, why the intermission was unusually long that night? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So they told me to call back the next day and just let them know. So I had to do that the following day, but all before the performance. And on top of that, and you're carrying around Brandon Gibson on an iPad. I'm I mean, carrying around level. Brandon Gibson, you know. <laughs> and I get a phone call from James. My computer, meanwhile, is at home loading the video for the online streaming performances. Yes. Yes, okay. And it needed. And, and that was Thursday night? This was Thursday night because we recorded it on Tuesday. Oh, okay. I so didn't we recorded know it on Tuesday. I get it from and Jim Johnson. It was Johnson. ready by Thursday. That's unusual. I think you didn't promise it that early. No. Well, it wasn't ready to go live, but oh. Jim had given me the the video. Yeah. I had started uploading it. When I left the house after it had been uploading for four and a half hours, it was at 25% loaded. So this is how long it's going to take. I get a phone call from James, and I'm, he's bringing something for me that I forgot. So that was very nice. But in the conversation, I found out he had closed my computer. Oh. <laughs> that cancels the upload. It cancels 
the upload. Now you're back to zero percent. So I was like, open up my computer, open up my computer. Speaking of, he heard me talking about him. That your husband James calling? That's James calling me. Oh. Um, <laughs> sorry, James. Love you. <laughs> I'm like freaking out. Tell him to call back at intermission. Yeah. So he opened. So he did open the computer, and I was just like, I, "It must be important." Must be important. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my goodness! So he's was, freaking out. Something's happening it, at his job. Probably. It, it was a nightmare. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Actually, April Hill said to me that night, she's like, I've never seen you so stressed. I'm and like, she's a singer and board member. Yes. I'm, I mean, and big friends, best friends with Brandon Gibson. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It was a, it was a stressful evening getting it, getting it up and running. <laughs> a well, lot was going on. Yeah. That's part of, part of it. It's part of uh, it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Do you want to call your husband while I talked about Steve's or do you want to? Oh, he'll be okay. He'll be okay. Yeah. I'll just, make it ma- I'll just send him a text. Message. All right. You send him a text. Cause I was thinking about Steve's tree service. And uh, Jerry and I, I think we're going to be calling Steve and Renee to come back for another estimate on the trees on the front of the house because we had them take care of. It's been a year and a half now. We're so pleased with what they did in the back of the house. But um, after one of the rainstorms recently, there's a big old tree in the front, and one of the limbs is broken, not disconnected yet, but broken and laying across the top of these dogwoods. So. Jerry said uh, yesterday, you need to call Steve, don't we? I'm like, yeah, we got to call Steve. So and that's the next, after we're done today, I'll call Steve and um, get him out here for another estimate. And my wife, of course, then my wife says, I just want to get the one limb taken down. And she says, <laughs> I'd like to know how much it would cost to take all those trees down. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, wow, that's, uh, that's, those are big. Those are big, giant maples that uh, she wants to get rid of. So we'll see. I like them. We'll see if we can compromise. Yeah, maybe... Half of them. Yeah, the, yeah. the left half or the right half, whatever. Um, Do they come out and clean up like the debris that, that's part after of the, job. the storms? Yeah. Well, I'm, part of their job is they'll they'll clean up uh, their own work when they take the stuff down. So if there's a mess after a storm, and you have to have you know trees that are damaged, tr- storm damaged, they'll have you'd have to have hire them obviously just to do their normal work, which would be fix the tree, cut down the broken limbs, either you know. Maybe take the whole tree down. I mean, that's what they mean by service. They service the trees. Ah, so, that's great. We need know, them to come out to to my home, the condos, and get the HOA out there yeah. hiring Steve's tree service. Yeah, they do a great job, yeah. and they will clean up very well after themselves. Um, so if you have, you know, whatever the mess is, sometimes it's simple, like you have a tree you don't like, as long as it's not one of those uh, endangered uh, chestnut trees, they'll take it down. But if it's in a situation like me where, oh, this tree it looks sick now because... You know, it's it's got uh, some dead yeah. dead wood on it. Uh, have it get it fixed up. So that's what I'm going to do. So whatever the job is, no job too big, no job too small for Steve's tree service. Call Renee for an estimate and uh, tell Steve we said, hey, 865-257-6214. They serve the entire uh, East Tennessee area. Great. Did your husband settle down? He said he was just calling to say hi. <laughs> so, hey, oh, okay. hey, what's up? All right. Yeah. Well, good. Okay. Yeah. Everything's fine. Well, I'm glad to know that. Uh, <laughs> we, see how many phone, more phone calls I get, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got, <laughs> we got um, so yesterday was Ash Wednesday, and so we got ashes at, at church. And I sent you a picture that uh, Jerry took of me. Yeah, it was good. I mean, they were a lot. Yeah. Do you think he had to give you more ashes? Well, I because mean. Because it was you specifically? Or? He, did, he did look me in the eye and say, Frank, 
remember that you man that you are dust and unto dust you shall return you know because it was the bishop actually and i saw him um, walking into the church before mass started and i said hi to him then he's up there doing the thing and as it turns out you know they had one two three four five six, they had like six or eight people giving out oh, ashes wow. yeah but the way it worked out is i'm in his lane okay so i'm right up there in fact you know i should probably look at the show you the screen grab of <laughs> of me was there a, an online oh, yeah, version yeah. of this and you went back and you got yeah, a picture of yourself? Would you like to see it? Yes. Oh, my okay. goodness. How many right. did you take? <laughs> <laughs> so um, so the bishop, I get the ashes from him, and it did feel like they were extra extra, extra crispy, you know, <laughs> extra dark. As you can see in this photo, so Jerry took this picture of me after we left church. But she's joking about it, saying she wishes that there was a picture of us in the pew, which we were not on camera when we were sitting in the pew. She wishes that that had been captured because she's looking at me and realizes that not only has he ground these into my head so hard, there's there's ash dust on my nose. On your nose, yeah. So she's on there try, wiping my nose, and then I look at her, and she's got some too. So the two of us are sitting there wiping each other's you know, ash, noses. But, or dust flecking little specks of ash off each other's noses. And That's she, so sweet. She thought my wife thought so too. Why yeah. is that sweet? I, it's just it's sweet. You're taking care of each other. Yeah, I'm like old people. Yeah, right getting now. getting the ashes off of each other's noses. <laughs> That's what happens as like, you get older. <laughs> like penguins pruning each other's feathers, <laughs> preening and grooming. The wild Lancelot also Lancelot. The wild ocelot cleans its mate's fur with its rug, rugged tongue. Exactly. <laughs> And then they had a nice little lunch after, which to me is hilarious because we just talked about it's a day of fasting and abstaining from meat. So what are you giving up for Lent? Um, uh, calories. <laughs> Food. <laughs> I need to lose some weight by April 11th. Um, you have a deadline. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> might even be April 4th now that I think of it. Uh-oh. So uh, the... Um, so we go to this luncheon, and we've just heard the the sermon about you know fasting right. and abstaining and all this wonderful stuff. And they have this spread of so many soups and so many salads and so many different pimento cheese sandwiches and egg salad sandwiches and hard boiled eggs. And then that's like three quarters of it. And then there's a whole another two tables of desserts. Ooh. Of carrot cakes and cupcakes and cookies. So you, have give, you have to give up the meat, but you can still eat all of the good sugar. I, I did not have any of the I mean, sugar. I said I can't. It sounds I'll, like a good trade. I won't do that right now. Yeah. yeah. Did you Did you take a doggy bag so you could no, bring everything? No, home? no. Oh. I had um, a bowl because one of the ladies said, "Well, you know, last year was COVID, but two years ago, so many people showed up that the ladies' guild didn't get any food <gasps> because we had well. to wait until everyone else was served." So I'm like, "Well, that's it. No seconds for me." <laughs> <laughs> But, they, should, they should eat first before everyone gets in there. Yeah, but that's not the way it, it works. It's, it, they've all set everything up. First, they've, brought, they've made the food at home yeah. and brought it in, and it was all just fantastic. So the other thing they did is they did a collection for Ukraine, which, and I'm, I mean, I'm looking at the money going in that basket. You know, there must it was quite a they are quite a haul. But one of the priests has a contact, and they can wire the money directly. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's nice. So. That's is that's is good, you know. They, yeah. That we have a priest who's from Poland, and Poland is accepting refugees, so they're going to, anyway, however, they, whatever they're doing with it, it's you know, it's it, it certainly motivated people to put extra money in the basket. You can see. Oh well, well that's nice. Yeah, well, that's nice. 
So are you, you told me about a fish sandwich. Well, for Lent, um, I, you know, you can eat fish on Fridays, but not meat. In fact, the bishop even mentioned, he says, I'm not talking about lobster. <laughs> Why not? Well, technically you can eat lobster. Okay. Technically, in parts of Louisiana, you can eat alligator. Can you really? On Fridays during Lent, because they, even though it's a reptile, they count it as an aquatic creature, and you're allowed to eat reptile uh, alligator meat. Um, I, don't, I wouldn't want to. I mean, I've had it once. So it was not that big deal. But uh, you eat fish. And the point of it is just to deviate from your normal routine to think about, okay, I can't have steak. I can't have chicken. I can't have turkey. I'll have to have fish on Fridays during Lent and also on Ash Wednesday. Um, or you can be vegetarian. You don't have to eat Meat fish. at all. Yeah, right. Just, you, yeah. Right. So there's multiple ways to do it. But the point is you're supposed to do something. You know, you can't just go about your regular routine. And you have to change something in order to uh, observe Lent properly. Right. So um, I noticed that one of my favorite uh, fast food restaurants has a fish sandwich for Lent, as you probably noticed. If, you, if you're not Catholic and you wonder why they only sell fish sandwiches in March, this is why. <laughs> That's interesting. But, you know, didn't McDonald's used to have a really good fish sandwich? Filet of fish. I've heard it's good. Yeah. I, never... I don't know that they sell it anymore, but they do sell it in England. I'll bet year you. Round. Well, because fish and chips are huge over there. Yeah. I'll bet you that filet of fish is back for March. We can look it up. I'm going to look I'm, it up. I'll bet it is. But Arby's has a fish sandwich, and then they now have a spicy fish sandwich. Oh. So that's what I would like to try on Friday. And those two are on the uh, the discount menu, so you can get, if you get two of nice. them. Nice. So Jerry and I can go to lunch. Get two sandwiches for three bucks each and save money. Nice. They so also, you're giving up spending money and you're getting fish. And but now, but ooh, they also <laughs> added a deluxe fish sandwich on a Hawaiian roll. Ooh, so that sounds like, good. I, I know. I mean, what, what is the other fish sandwich on? What kind of roll uh, is it on? Regular, Just like regular, regular hamburger bun. I guess oh, I don't know. Okay, something. Yeah. What um, kind of fish is it? <laughs> anonymous, unknown. Anonymous fish. It's supposed to be cod. Usually, aren't cod is good. That's yeah. a good choice. God is great. Mm-hmm. Let, us <laughs> Let us give thanks. <laughs> oh so my goodness! I do. I do prefer cod. That's one of my faves. And so we have some frozen cod. I can just cook any time from fro- you know from frozen. That's good. And we bought that for Lent. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> so if we're out on a Friday filming a, a Seymour Smokies, or actually, you know where we're going to be on Friday, which is tomorrow. Uh, I forgot to mention that we're going to the WATE Man Show at Chelhowie right. Park. That's right. So if we need to grab a sandwich on the way, um, on the way to or the way from, or we can go to. Isn't uh, there like a Irish pub downtown or something? We can have fish and chips. How much time do you think we have? All you right. make time for All fish right. and chips. You mean, well, Clancy's you're talking about. Clancy's, yeah. Oh yeah, my friend that's the Turbyvilles Turby- run yeah. that place. Oh, it's good. Yeah, Josh and uh, Shondell Turbyville run that place. Mm. Well, maybe own before. It. I don't know who runs it. I guess they just own it. Well, we're also going to Mephistopheles that night too. So yeah, Jerry, my wife is in the uh, celestial choir. That's right. From Mephistopheles. That's right. And I've got my ticket, and you and James are going. Apparently, yes. Well, first of all, <laughs> let's mention that you and I are on. St- we have to come up with something to say on stage. We have half an hour from four thirty to five o'clock Friday tomorrow. Do you think it's going to be hard for us to come up with words to say? Well, how long have we been talking now? <laughs> Oh, shoot, I just turned off the thing. <laughs> oh, no. 
Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, we're still on, on. It's yeah. still recording. It's yeah. just, what have we done so far? Yeah, we're at 27 minutes. So I guess technically we just did the... The show. If we could do this again tomorrow, yeah. I think we'll be okay. I don't think we could ever say the same thing twice. I don't mean this thing. I know. I mean a new thing. Yeah, we'll say I, a new thing. My point is, can we go for 27 minutes tomorrow? I think so. Yeah. Uh, and that'll be uh, that'll be tomorrow's excitement. And I, we'll record it. If, I think we may as well. Yeah, why not? Uh, bring the, the ring, the rig, the ring-dang-doo and... Uh, chop it up, make it a Seymour Smokies episode, because that's why we're going. We're going there to represent Seymour Smokies at the man show. That's right. That's going to be fun. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. So they have some interesting vendors and they have a chicken. We're on right after a hot wing eating contest. Which we won't be able to take part of. Well, I, I guess I can have some chicken. Are you going to do hot wings right before we go on stage? Maybe, you know. <laughs> I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds well, like a good idea. <laughs> I, I, I mentioned briefly that I, I've got screen grabs of myself getting ashes. At, surprise, uh, at surprise. Church. But that is a callback, of course, to the screen grabs that I took at my friend Tracy's funeral at the beautiful Greek Orthodox Church. So I sent the clip. I made a little 60-second clip of because you did a really good job of, of peppering me. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Well, it was being I, very nice. It was. It was. It made for a good yeah. segment, you know. Yeah. I, mean, I was. You were. You left me. You were getting me there pretty good because I was stupid. But um, it was a good segment, so I sent that. But I went ahead and sent it to the dead woman's husband, the widower. Did he like it? He loved it. Okay, good. And then, <laughs> and then I sent him the whole episode. I said, "Well, that's only one minute. It was actually a twelve-minute conversation about your <laughs> wife's funeral." So I sent him the whole thing. And he writes back that he sent it to his folks, which I think means his parents, right? Yeah, not I think his, folks. Not, yeah, not, his not like wife's, a folk. Not his yeah. wife's parents. No, that would probably mean his own parents. His own parents. Yeah. Okay. We'll I, guess, I guess they loved it too, because um, he texted me back and asked, <laughs> said, "This is yesterday." Said, uh, "You want to? Can I Facetime with you?" I'm like, "Sure." That's nice. <laughs> so I had a nice Facetime chat with him well, that's um, nice. as I was getting ready to head out the door for something else. And um, we're going to have lunch on Monday. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's good. So he's a good fella, you know. That's good. He was telling me about his, the Greek Orthodox customs and some of the oddities, some of the, you know, he says some of the dark humor that he and Nina and, the, and their son, um, oh, crud, I almost forgot, I forgot Jonah's name. Uh, anyway, I have to look it up. Sorry. Um, they, they were about trying to pick the dress for the... The funeral, dead, dead yeah. Lady to wear, yeah. And yeah. how they picked out this beautiful dress, and everything's set. It's all, it's done. And then this one cousin calls up and goes, "Not the blue dress." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Does she not look good in blue? I she mean, it's great in blue. But this yeah. woman had a theory that bruises are more visible if you're wearing a blue dress. I'm like, what? What bruises? I mean, that's yeah. suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> that's very suspicious. <laughs> Why are there bruises? I, <laughs> well, it was a blue dress, and I didn't notice okay. any problems. I think it went fine. So, <laughs> but this one cousin—that's her theory. Don't get buried in blue. Okay. Oh, that's her. Maybe she, you need cousin. Cousin is uh, feels that way. You know, apparently, I'm not supposed to wear blue at all. You got on blue now. I know. I have on blue now. Why can't you wear blue? Well, I was doing a show once, and I'm checking your eyes. No, my eyes are brown. Are those your actual eyes? Yes. No, I put new ones in. <laughs> well, some people wear contact lenses. No, my eyes are brown. Okay. Um, I was doing a show, and the character was supposed to wear a blue dress. And it was a world premiere, and the producer had gotten a red dress for me to wear. And not only was it the wrong color, but it was also the wrong style, size, and fit. 
So okay. after I showed it to the director, he was like, this is not going to work. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think so either. But I didn't want the company to have to buy anything. And we were going to be producing the opera here in Knoxville. Okay. And so I thought, well, I'm going to be doing it anyway. Let me see if I can find a dress for myself. So I went on Amazon and ordered like several different blue dresses with the director's um, input and told the producer, you know, I'm going to get this dress, you know, because we're going to do it and explained all the reasons why. And she sa- looks at me and she says, do you even look good in blue? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I don't really know that uh, that's the point, but... Sometimes the best defense. <laughs> sometimes the best defense is a good offense. You know, when rather than admit that you made a mistake, you go on the attack and yeah. say... Uh, you don't even look good in blue. So, yeah, it's one of my favorite oh, things to say from now on. Oh. Every time I wear blue, at least one of my friends says, but do you even look good in blue? Oh. Yeah. See, I, um, <laughs> I've, got, I've got my actual blue eyes. Yep. And uh, I was, I'll wrap up the show with this quick story about last Friday night. I was on at WUTK on the Funhouse with, um, and here, you know, here we all are getting a picture made after the show. And the young lady who's standing next to me, her name is Christine. She was listening on her way to the station. She, she volunteers or hangs out or whatever it is. She's part of the Funhouse crew. And she's driving there as their, my interview has started. And we're somehow talking about our Seymour Smokies adventures. Okay. And how, and the guys on the main hosts of the show, Derek and Rob, were wanted to ask me about the time when I was on the big top 40 radio station, the morning show in town. Sure. Because they remembered listening and, you know, t- driving their kids to school and blah, blah, blah. And I tell the whole story about how there's these women, mostly, but people in their uh, mid to late 20s, who, when they realize I'm that same guy, get all excited. Well, all right, we start playing some songs, commercials, blah, blah, blah. This Christine shows up, and she's like... <gasps> Frank Murphy! <laughs> I'm just listening. <laughs> I said, let me guess, you're uh, 25, 28? Well, actually, 29. I'm like, okay, that still counts. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, it's in that category. <laughs> and so at one point, in the middle of the conversation, she just says, your eyes really are blue. <laughs> I said, well, I've got tiny pupils. <laughs> Can't did, help it. I mean, did you used to talk about that your fa- the fact that your eyes were blue? Um, I don't know. I mean, I've, it, in real life, sure, we talk about it all the time because right. um, that you're right. We did talk about it on the radio in one of the Dancing with the Knoxville Stars. Oh. I didn't have time or interest to go pick out a tuxedo for myself. So I think it was like either Kim Hansard and Lori Tucker or Tiersa Smith or somebody. There was a group of women who had gone to help with the who were involved in the show that year somebody from channel six and kim and they picked out a tuxedo for me to wear with this bright electric blue tie and vest because it would make my eyes pop and it did it was beautiful and ever since then you've really enjoyed wearing blue tuxedos and uh vicky at channel uh pbs east tennessee pbs channel channel what number channel is it Two? Fifteen? Oh. Anyway, uh, they, she always likes to tease me when if, not, if I'm not wearing blue. How come you're not wearing blue? You should wear <laughs> blue on the show all the time. You should always be wearing blue. <laughs> yeah, it is a good color for you. Yeah, so I've, yeah. I've got one. Yeah. One color I got. There good. you go. That's good. All right. Um, let's wrap this one and uh, hope to see you maybe at uh, the man show at Shellhowie Park tomorrow, live and in person. We go on stage at 4.30. Uh, otherwise, uh, we'll make an episode out of it and... Look for it within the next week or so, uh, depending on how long it takes me to edit. 
um, over the weekend. Uh, toy, toy, toy to Jerry and all of the choristers and principals and everybody with uh, Mephistopheles this weekend. With the Knoxville Opera. That's you right. got friends in that one? I know a lot of the chorus people. And actually, Kirk Dor- Doherty. Um, oh, yeah, he's nice. Yeah, we, we've sung Tosca together, so. Oh, yeah. I met him yeah. when he was here for a KO show, and I thought, interviewed him. And yeah, he's got a nice voice, and he's, yeah, he's a really terrific. nice guy. Yeah. Good, 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 good. And that Abigail um, Villalobos, something like that? I think she's from Nashville. I've heard her. She sang at the Catholic Cathedral. They do this cathedral concert series, mm-hmm. and I've heard her sing there more than once. And oh, good. Her, I mean, her... I love, love, love her voice. Oh, awesome. Beautiful. That's exciting. And then Allison Deddy. Deedee, yeah. She was a UT student. She's got a great voice, too. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a good show. It's going to be a good show. All right. Devil (laughs) devil and Faust. Um, If you like listening to things, uh, you can enjoy listening to all sorts of... Like, for example, one of the things I need to do is maybe listen to a podcast about Faust and um, and Mephistopheles, so I'm a little brushed up... That's a good idea. ...on the thing. And... uh, the classical station up in Washington, D.C. has a great classical podcast. So you can listen to those kind of things with audible.com. And when you go to audibletrial.com slash show, you're supporting us and getting a free 30-day trial. And during that 30 days, one free download to keep forever. It's exciting. And you can listen to all of the things there. So books and other podcasts and special special content that's made just for audio. Yeah, and it's nice. So anyway, get all that on all your different devices, whether it's your iPad or your phone or your Apple CarPlay or your Amazon. What's her name over there? I can't say it because she's been... She'll start talking to us? Yeah, it okay. happened to me. I'm, a quick side note, I'm recording my <laughs> radio program, and um, I am plugging the fact that you can listen to the Lake FM on You Know Who. You say, oh, nice. You say Echo, which... Play Lake FM. Well, I'm doing the plug on the radio, and it it turns on, and I might have to... (laughs) You're like, no, not right now! And I had left the volume set jacked up to, like, seven, (laughs) because... Normal. Yeah. um, Well, there's a podcast I listen to every morning that has super low volume, so Uh, every morning I jack the volume all the way up. That's good. And then, but I forgot to turn it back down, so next thing you know, it's like, now playing Lake FM! (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. That's great. So, uh, whatever. <laughs> um, but man, my favorite DJ was on. I couldn't go wrong. Yourself? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for uh, watching, liking, sharing, subscribing. Smashing that button. Uh, buying our merch. That also supports us very much. We appreciate you for doing that. And you can find that at frankandfriendsshow.com backslash store. All right. We'll uh, talk to you again next week. Um, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frank. This is the Frank and Friends Show.